Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. In my entire life, when I've seen success at the highest level, whether I was doing really good in my job and or other parts of my life, or I was around folks leveling up either in business or sports or just just basically in team building, one of the things I noticed was that there was a pattern of success when it came to not only platforms, but also blueprints, strategies, and mindset. And today, we're going to dig into four points about mindset and how that can really create massive momentum and acceleration. And we're going to start off on what makes a wealthy mindset. So, so Ed, what's up, brother? How How's you doing, going, man? man? So, you know, let's let's get into the whole concept of a wealthy mindset. And yeah. for you, there's four points I'd like to dig into. What's the first point that really kind of sticks out? And and kind of like when you're starting to look at things now, when you see people in business that that really make you want to take a look, deeper look at it. Well, you know, one of the things that I always hear is that, you know, rich people, wealthy people, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like the rest of us. Yeah. And, you know, I think for people out there, they hear that, but is that really true? Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I just had the good fortune of speaking on Chris Crone's stage and I was able yep. to introduce Chris. And one of the things that, you know, we talked about was... Um, Coach Jimmy Valvano, who I'm, I'm a major fan of. You know, I'm going to date myself right now. <laughs> Jimmy V was the coach of the 1983 NC State Wolfpack. Long story endless. Uh, they went on one of the greatest Cinderella runs in basketball history, men's college basketball in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They won the national championship. They beat the Five Slamma Jamma Houston Cougars. And in that victory, um, he had they had the team had won eight straight games. Basically, they used to call them the Cardiac Kids. Okay. And they won eight straight games, like, within the last minute. Two wow. of them easily, but the other six, like, you know, either overtime or just a crazy run. And this ties into, you know, people putting their pants on one leg at a time, yeah. right? Um, when you think about it, when you see people that, even in any business you saw, guys or gals that were crushing it versus that wasn't, they got up at the same time every day. Or, or at least they, you know, they entered each day the same way, right? Yeah. They woke up, yes. right? So I was talking about Chris in front of his audience, and Chris has a beautiful community. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I said, because I was I was digging into what Jimmy V said one time, when Jimmy V was 16 years old, he was at a basketball camp, and a guy, Ben Simmons, was giving a speech. And Ben said to the whole audience of 16-year-olds, you know, God must have loved ordinary people because he made so many of them. Wow. And Jimmy V was like, oh, like he, he was, oh. it hurt his feelings huh. momentarily. And then he said... And didn't skip a beat. He goes, because every single day in every walk of life, somebody ordinary does something extraordinary. And he said it again. Mm. Every single day in every walk of life, somebody does something extraordinary. That's an ordinary person. Wow. And I said to Chris's audience, I said, hey, Chris, like all of us, puts his pants on one leg at a time and he's an ordinary person except for the fact that he has systems and processes. And because of these systems and processes, he's created a nine-figure culture. Right. Right. So he is a wealthy person that owns multiple businesses, 
by exactly what you're talking about, but he really wakes up no different than me and you, except that he gets up at 4.30 in the morning and starts working out. <laughs> yes. So, and that's an amazing story, and the, the idea of ordinary people doing something extraordinary. Every day. I, I think that speaks to the fact that average people, most wealthy people, would you agree, are, are self-made? Yeah, I mean, listen, in my, in my um, where I'm at, I don't think I've been fortunate enough be it based on my schools and, you know, I, I, I don't know generational wealth. Right. Like I didn't get to go to the greatest schools growing up and I didn't get, you know, so so I wouldn't even know what they look and feel like. I wouldn't even be able to communicate with them. Right. But yes, to your point, the new, let's call it new money, yeah, self-made based on uh, grit, hard work. Not to say the generational wealth, those folks don't work hard either. I'm not here to comment on that, but right. the point is, you know, self-made, self-taught. Great mentors, but yes. at the end of the day, bringing it on a daily basis with hard passion and love. And and it's that mindset that helped them get there because anybody <clears throat> that's listening is going to start basically in the same place a lot of wealthy people started. You know, mindset is key, but mindset doesn't show up at the front door. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mindset comes through um, examples of success and then stacking and building on top of it. Right. So in the second point that we want to touch on, you had just mentioned about mentors, right? Yep. And so, you know, when you're finding a mentor, what do you think is maybe the most valuable lesson that somebody can can bring or take away from this video on when they're interacting with a mentor? Unbelievable question. Uh, for all you folks that are listening right now, this is important. So when it comes to a mentor, the first thing you need to do, because whoever you mentor is going to get right into your nervous system and give you information. And unless they are top performers proven in their field of exactly what they do, and there is a proven track record, once you know that you want to match them, do what they do, that's what that means, plus 10%. My greatest mentor right now, um, I would have to say is Sean Callagy, mm. that led to the relationship with Sean, Robin, Chris, and Eddie, and everybody else. And the thing about Sean is I was naturally good in sales. And I don't mean naturally like it showed up. I, I used to work on Wall Street. I worked till, you know, from eight in the morning until eight at night making 400 dials. And when you make 400 dials, you learn and start to anticipate the word no. And you become so good at it, provided you have the right mindset. Right. right. And I wasn't drinking any alcohol. I wasn't going to, to happy hour. I just worked hard every day. And because of that, you know, we were able to learn how to get to people to say yes. Right. Yes. And buying a stock over the telephone. Very challenging. <clears throat> excuse me. Very challenging thing to do. But with that being said, I didn't know how to build rapport. Okay. So we talk about point two is say less, listen more. Right. Yes. Sean yes. Callagy to both of us introduced a formula. It's yes. founded in the world of Unblinded, um, and it's a organic. No, I'm sorry. It's a map on how to, with integrity, develop rapport with somebody through five questions. Right. And if you do the questions the right way, and you know what they are, yeah. if you want to share them, feel free. But the point of the questions is to listen. Yes. And at the end, you want them talking, not them as in you. You want to be able to make sure that in any kind of rapport building conversation, the folks you're talking to are talking 80% of the time and you're speaking 20% of yeah. the time. Yeah. And I think when you're trying to get this information or trying to match and, and mirror a... Um, a mentor, right? Because they've already achieved what you want to achieve. So you're trying to achieve that same level. You should be listening, yeah. right? You should be there 
taking in as much as you can, what Sean calls level five listening. Yep. And that's a totally different topic for yep. a different day. But having that that level five listening and really soaking in as much as you can. Absolutely. Right? Being like that sponge, taking the notes, doing all those things, because not only will that help you, right, get all that information down. But I think if you're the, the person that's doing the mentoring, you're going to value that person that's taking those notes and listening to you more than a person that's just, you know, kind of wanting to talk. Yeah. And, and listen, you just brought up some great points. I want to stay on this, if you don't mind, for a yeah. second, because I think that, you know, one of the things if folks out there do what you just said, um, you'll you'll achieve a level of success. But here's the trappings. And, and Eddie, I know you could share on this a little bit. Yeah. The trappings of modeling and matching plus one and you begin to accelerate in the game of whatever business you're in that you're trying to be successful at. All of a sudden, you begin to get uplifted, and then people come from different angles, and relationship capital and source is very important, meaning mm -hmm. whoever's training you, you don't want to be the guy or gal that decides to, to, to then go to somebody else and not honoring that relationship. Yeah. And I've seen so many people get a level of success yep. and, and not honor the relationship that brought them there. And that's an important piece here on the second yep. topic. Yeah. Because we're going to give you some really good information to, cre to create 10, $20 million companies through some of the stuff that we're talking about. But it's really about, you know, listening, yeah. speaking less, time and energy, right? Yes. But understand that as you become more and more successful, how to, most importantly, not, quote unquote, burn bridges. Yeah. Well, I think to your point, what, what you're bringing up there is that oftentimes what we find is that the wealthy don't think that they've arrived, right? There's no end. There's no, mm. it, they just continue to get better and better. And I think what you're talking about is when people start to achieve a level of success, they think that they've arrived. Yeah. And in that arrival, they feel that they maybe know more or they can do it better. And, and maybe they have good ideas. Yeah. No doubt. But why not share those ideas with the person that's been mentoring you? No doubt. Don't just take that and try to well do said. this on your own. Because oftentimes what we end up finding is that, that people end up failing out or, or failing in, in their venture. Well said or move too fast and because they weren't able to handle the success, peter out. One of yeah. the most interesting thing is, though, um, we're sitting here talking about the topic, what makes a wealthy person? And I guess, you know, people may have Googled that or whatever. But the yes. truth is, if it's just about money, then it's not going to work anyway. So so yeah. the wealth that we're talking about here is not just money. Wealthy mindset is wealthy in all areas of your life. Yes, we want that. you to be financially independent. That's different than wealthy mindset. Two different things. Yeah. And let's get clear on those distinctions yeah. so everybody knows that, you know, this is about really fulfillment, contribution, and growth. Yeah. And that's a beautiful concept because all too often people aren't ready for the money that they're going to make. And if you see sometimes, I mean, the, the statistics are if you inherit money or if you win the lottery, usually that money is gone from your world within 18 months. Yep. So yep. not being ready. Well, what the wealthy have in their mindset is that preparation to know what to do when that comes to them. Yes. And also another, th another trapping to be careful of, you could be good. You could be part of a power team, yes. right? And in that power team, you all of a sudden go from here to here but if you're cutting out the work that you're putting in, if you're taking shortcuts, 
or if you're making about your own environment instead of being part of the bigger environment, what also begins to happen is you can explode, but then all of a sudden, if the team doesn't feel like you're pushing it forward even more yeah. or keeping up with the team because you're making it about yourself instead of being part of something bigger than yourself. By the way, folks, this is real important information, I promise you. Um, what could happen in that space is you know, the tide could turn against you on some level. Right. So it's always important to understand if you follow the initial stuff that Eddie and I talked about, yeah. there's trappings that go with it if you're not keeping a check up from your neck up. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, that segues perfectly into the third point that we we're going to talk about, which is adding more value, mm. right? Or or this concept idea of co-creating. Mm. Um, and And I believe that a successful business and a wealthy person adds more value than they're extracting from a relationship. Yep. So excellent point. And we learned from um, one of my other mentors, Tony Robbins. And one of the things that Tony said, if you want to be better than anyone in your spot or, you know, whatever you're doing in your industry, yep. you want to be able to show that you could add more value than everybody else. Right. Yes. So one of the things that we do here at Epic is um, it's important for us as the mindset of a one-stop shop financial planning wellness center for individuals, corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and family-oriented people is, you know, listen, we're not predictors of markets. We're not <laughs> economists, but what we are, are, are diligent at really helping people understand all of the financial information that they get bombarded with on a daily basis yeah. and then create the proper kind of, I would say, um, balance and really take their financial data and put it on one landing page. Yep. So they have clear decision-making in their process. There's folks in our industry that, Eddie, you know would charge for that. Of course. Right? And and only give it to certain people. They don't just, you know, for us, it's important no matter what your wealth barometer is, where you're at in the wealth timeline, we want to make sure that we provide that value. Yeah. One, More than everybody else. Yes, adding as much value as possible to any, any relationship that you're entering into. Yes, Beautiful. yes, and, Beautiful. and with integrity, of course. Of course. And, and being able to survive that. Yes. Always important. Go yes. Ahead. So the last point that we're going to touch on is, you know, among the wealthy mindset, oftentimes we think about the wealthy people and they want to know, you know, what is it? that they can do with you, right? Is there something yeah. that you can do together? And it kind of goes to that notion of co-creation. Yeah, co-creating means, you know, bringing two communities together and being able to work within those communities with integrity and with speed and with velocity, uh, strategizing how both scenarios, including the communities, can win. What's right. interesting about this fourth point, though, which I find very interesting, is whether you realize it or not, um, somebody is deciding very quickly if they want to do business with you or not. They're listening to what you're saying, how you're saying it. They're watching your actions. At the end of the day, though, one of the final decisions is they genuinely want to know if you genuinely care about them. And by the way, people know how to fake that, and that's what you got to be careful of. And this is where I'm talking about, you know, if you follow these action steps and begin to achieve a level of success, watch out for the trappings. Uh, watch out for some of the things that could come your way that could put you in a position where you have to give it all back. But at the end of the day, just understand once folks know that you genuinely care, 
once you know folks that you have a level of certainty and confidence, and by the way, yeah. certainty, certainty and confidence doesn't mean that you say the answer if you don't know the answer. <laughs> it means, I don't know, I'll get back to you in the next 24 hours, I'll find it out. Right. And if you start to demonstrate that, what begins to happen is the co-creation path begins to start. Yes. Yeah, 100%. The idea that you need to know everything when you're around wealthy people should fly out the window. Um, you need to know that you can be able to get that, those answers, but you don't have to know them all. Yeah, and, and I think it's always important for a team mindset no matter what you're doing. Even if somebody's front-facing and that's the only person anybody sees, whether it's on social media, you understand that behind them, there's probably five, 10, even more people that are helping you know, bring forth that message. And listen, for all you folks that are out there, we can't thank you enough for watching our channel. Every day we're bringing out new information. Every day we're here to provide education as best as we can. And at the, at the end of the day for the fourth time, <laughs> we wanna make sure that you're empowered from your decision-making. And it's based on logic, math, and science, not emotional timidity, certainly not a gut level hunch. So if in fact you feel compelled and if you're still watching this, thank you, go ahead and click that link below. We'd love to have one of the members get back to you share information uh, of any any information that you're looking to answers for if they can. And at the same time, understand no obligation on your part. We would love to sit down and just take you through our educational success process. And if you really like this video, go ahead and give it a like and don't forget to subscribe. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.